It's that time of a Monday night when we bring you beautiful news, extraordinary South Africans doing amazing things. We read out their stories, we play you a sound clip, and then you get to decide who is then featured in our beautiful news interview on Wednesday. First up, Deboko Mabie was dreaming of success, and even while living on the streets in his hometown of Hillbrow, which was synonymous with poverty, crime, and constant police sirens, but also it's a community who refuses to give up and though he, he wasn't ashamed of being raised in shelters um, Mabie wanted more out of life and after finishing with trick he interned at Mold Empower Serve and in an NGO that assists impoverished people uh, at work Mabie developed a penchant or penchant for the caffeine culture that fueled his co-workers and whether chatting with each other or engaging in meetings people in the office always had a cup of freshly pressed Java in the hand, and with the heartbeat of Eelbrow pounding around him, Mabie envisioned starting a cafe. Exactly two years after announcing his goal, he opened the doors of Hillbrood Coffee Company, named in homage to the place that inspired him. As a child growing up in shelters, I didn't have much, but I never gave up. I always had a hope that there was something better in store for me. I was determined to make something of myself, but I never imagined it to be coffee. My name is Tebuho Mabie, and I'm the owner of Hillbrook Coffee Co. Opening up my own coffee shop was a dream come true for me. Within Hillbro, there is a hustling spirit and people trying to make it for themselves. Hillbro Coffee Co. is paying homage to the community I grew up in. My upbringing and community made me the person that I am today. And there are so many other kids that I know that are from the same circumstances. For me, it's just showing them that you can have a history of being in the street, of being poverty-stricken. But if you follow your dreams, if you carry on doing the right things, you can make a success out of yourself. And I want to show them, find your purpose, and it could change your life and make your dreams come true. And now, a cow. Grace, a brown Swiss cow, was in tremendous pain, and she was just shy of five months old when she fell off the back of a truck. Immediately afterwards, another stroke of bad luck hit her. A car collision. Her injuries, which included a dislocated hip, were critical, and fortunately, Grace received a second chance of life. And in process, she made history. At the site of the accident, Grace was extremely vocal and it was obvious that she needed medical help. And so she was transported to the Understeport Veterinary Institute, where she became the very first cow to receive a hip transplant. And after surgery, Grace arrived at the Ashes Farm Sanctuary with a new skip in a step, mooing profusely as to thank her helpers. It's her own freedom of movement. <laughs> A hip transplant could really save a life, even if that life belongs to a cow. My name is Michaela Karianis and I am one of Grace's caretakers at Ashes Farm Sanctuary. Grace is the first cow to ever receive a hip transplant. She fell off of the back of a truck, most likely on her way to an auction, and then was hit by a car. She was severely injured and when I first met Grace, she was just five months old. Every animal has a right to life, and we knew that we had to give her a second chance. Her life now consists of cuddles and fresh veggies every afternoon, and she's given the best life possible. 
I hope this story inspires people to go meet a cow, go see for yourself. They all have personalities. They all have feelings of fear, of love, and they all have bonds. They have families. You heard it here first. Heard. Heard it here first. Uh, Jesse Breitenbach had too many friends uh, lose the battle against cancer. The disease is unrelenting and information about it is scarce, making each attack a strike from the shadows. And when people are diagnosed, they don't always understand what warfare their body is about to face. So, Jesse is shedding light on the fear and myths worth something stronger. Laughter. And in collaboration with Pink Drive, an NGO that raises awareness to ensure early detection, Jesse created Girl Talk. The, the weekly comic strip is a humorous weapon addressing questions, interjecting stigmas and spreading messages of hope. And the primary characters of the comic, Thule and Joe, represent the lives of South Africans as they steer conversations towards Breast cancer and the intimate and the intimations braided into the colorful illustrations encourage those who aren't ill to attend regular checkups while helping patients deal with the reality. My name is Jesse Breitenbach and I'm an illustrator. The Gold Talk comic strip is all about breast cancer and breast cancer treatment. It is something that everyone should be aware of because the figures are incredibly high in South Africa. I was asked to collaborate on this comic with Danny Brown, who was a breast cancer survivor. And the purpose of it was to educate people. If you don't know anything about what breast cancer treatment involves, then this is a sort of rough guide to what someone would go through. A lot of the information is hard to find if you don't have resources. So we need to put more information out there in easily accessible ways. With early diagnosis and treatment, it's really something people can live with. It is possible to make it through cancer treatment. Children are future leaders, but are we doing enough to prepare them? The youth have the right to schooling. They also deserve additional resources that will open doors later in life. And yet, unlike bustling cities, many smaller areas only have access to the basics of education. Jamestown, a settlement on the outskirts of Stellenbosch, used to be one of them, until Shanine van Us saw an opportunity to do what she does best, facilitate the growth of minds. Van Us found, founded the Green Door Project, an after-school initiative to assist primary school girls who were at risk academically. And with 18 years of teaching experience under her belt, Shanine helps children discover and develop their talents. Hello! Welcome behind the Green Door. My name is Shanine Van Us, and I'm the founder of the Green Door Project in Jamestown. We help kids in the community with literacy, maths, creative activities, and also go green activities. I've been a learning support teacher with more than 18 years experience. So it was just natural for me to do something with kids. I think the approach that we take is part of the success. This place with its garden and everything that is so colorful and beautiful just makes them also feel colorful and beautiful. By spending time here, they do transform in this uh, wonderful girls full of self-esteem where they dream big and they just flourish. Nobody needs ever to be out of hope. 
there's always hope behind the green door. How do you express your truth? Tony Miyambo uses theatre to channel authenticity. Each of his globally renowned shows displays the power of performance when it comes from an honest place. But keeping intentions pure can be tricky and in an industry where acts are shaped to fit what society wants to see. And in the harmony of poetry and acting, he found his calling, his father's encouragement was the catalyst to Tony's future as a performer. And when he passed away, uh, Tony created the cenotaph of Dan Wamoriri. The one-man act recreates an unabated grief and pulls at the audience heartstrings. By writing, directing, acting in his own productions, Tony fully, fully inhabits his characters. And the stage becomes a foundation of purpose and a space of work through issues of racism, suffering and transformation. My name is Tony Bonani Miyambo. My passion is telling stories. Theatre offers me the opportunity to be honest in ways that I don't normally get to do in my own life. My father was a big enabler of my performance career and uh, he passed away before I got to varsity and in many ways I felt like my career is a homage to him. I think theatre is a powerful tool to unlock a different way of engaging those conversations. It's absolutely critical that people have a voice. They need to be given the space to say what they need to say. My work is creating the opportunity to have conversations that we usually shy away from. I think we as South Africans shouldn't be afraid to show our truths because it's what makes us who we are and we should never be ashamed of who we are. Theatre helps me understand myself a little better every day. And finally, talking about marine conservation isn't enough. The shocking state of our beaches demands immediate attention. At coastal rock pools across the world, octopus, starfish and anemone compete for space with cool drink bottles, sweet wrappers and fishing gut. These plastic items absorb harmful chemicals and pollutants over time. They break down and are ingested by sea creatures, bringing toxins into the food chain. A crisis of this magnitude warrants a collective movement. Anya Umadin is gathering the masses to clean up their mess. In 2015, she founded the Beach Co-op, a non-profit organization committed to keeping South Africa's seas healthy and plastic-free. I grew up with a close connection to the sea, so looking after and protecting what I love has been something that's very important in my life. The core of the Beach Co-op is really protecting our marine environment. We've done over 100 cleanups now with over 10,000 people. By people coming to the beach and really seeing the devastation on the shores, it gives them a deeper understanding of what is happening beyond. We don't have to lose the natural beauty of our world. There's still time to make a difference. And that's our beautiful news for this week. You can let us know who you want featured in our beautiful news interview on Wednesday. Message us on 072-567-1567.